are what are the things like that you feel like we need to do early to become that leader worth following? Yeah. Well, I think when when you get into a position of leadership, the transition is going to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm new. I'm still figuring things out. I'm still learning. And so as a result of that, because that's the reality, you are still new. You're still learning. You're figuring a whole lot of things out. As a result of that, you are creating and crafting a whole lot of internal stories about yourself and about your leadership as a result of your experience. And so what often happens, what I see a lot with new leaders, what I saw in myself is that when you get into a leadership position, you go, oh, I don't feel like a leader. And because you don't feel like a leader, you start to tell yourself internal stories, which is, I mustn't be very good. Uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be a leader. Maybe I wasn't ready for this. And then what you do is you go evidence seeking. You go finding evidence of that internal story, right? Because you don't feel like a leader, you go to try and prove that you're not a very good leader. And so you go to your first team meeting and you think to yourself, oh, you know, I don't know how I'm going to run this. Is this even, do my team even like me? And then you're looking around the room and seeing people's responses and they're like, yeah, see, I knew they didn't like me. And you go out and you go, I'm not a good leader. I shouldn't have said yes to this position. And almost immediately you feel like you want to drop out. And I think one of the, the dangers of doing that is it's ultimately confirmation bias. You're looking for things that confirm an internal story that you have. And so for, from my experience working with leaders, I reckon this, this, the most fundamental starting point for anyone's journey into leadership is to look and examine your own belief systems, beliefs about yourself, your internal stories, your internal narratives, and flipping that script rather than looking for evidence to confirm that internal story that you're not very good or you're not a very good leader is to immediately uh, show kindness and self-compassion, which is, hey, I'm actually learning. I'm not a good leader right now. I'm a new leader right now. And as a result of that, that's okay. And so what I'm going to do is go look for evidence for how I can grow and look for experiences of how I can grow. So you start to find better evidence and more helpful evidence. And so that, that was a big one for me is, is just feeling like, okay, I don't feel like a leader. Therefore, I've got to, you know, just I'll pull back and stop doing certain things rather than starting with beliefs, which is, hey, I'm a learning leader and therefore I'm going to put aside the feeling for a moment and just start to build on from a foundation of belief. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I love that description there you just gave, Shane, of I'm not a good leader, I'm a new leader. Because where I go is I'm not a good leader, I'm a bad leader. Yeah. Like we go to the opposite. <laughs> yes. Don't you think like we go to, okay, well, if I'm not a good leader, that must mean I'm a bad leader. But yeah. instead it's it's always somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's the polar opposite. Like so having that mindset of I'm a new leader and like anything that we do when we're doing something new. Yeah. It's going to take time and repetition and a few fails to get there. Like I've been thinking this is unrelated to leadership, but let's let's just be real. So I've been podcasting for ages, like three and a half years or longer, and have done so many podcasts. And I feel really confident in podcasting. But all of a sudden in my business, I've started to do video <laughs> videos. 
And I got to say, videos, videos are different to podcasts <laughs> and I don't like them and yes. I don't like them at all. And so I'm really uncomfortable about it. I get really awkward. And one of the things I was like cycling through in my own self-talk about videos was this is like when I started podcasts, it's just new. It's not that I'm bad at it. I'm just uncomfortable with the newness and I need to do the reps. Spoken like someone who never goes to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to do, I need to get the, the yeah. repetition of do this, do a couple of crappy takes. You're going to not be that great at it. But the way that you get better is you keep showing up. And I think it's the same as a new leader or as a leader who's experienced. The more you show up, the more you do the thing and you self-reflect, you get better. And one of the things I want to say to anyone listening, if you're a new-ish manager of people, you need to self-reflect. Like you need to go back and analyze, even if it's painful. Like I've got to tell you, I still listen to every single podcast episode I ever do. And I hate it. I hate hearing my own voice back. It's terrible. But that's how I feel like this podcast gets better and it's uncomfortable and I think, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I wish I said this or this should have been better. But ultimately that's how I feel like I've improved this skill and I think it's the same in leadership. We need to look back on the meetings we did and go, cool, did I show up in the way that aligns with my values? Did I address that issue with that team member in the way that got the best out of them? Well, if not, that's sweet, no worries, learn from it, do it differently. But I think if we don't have that self-reflection, that's where we, or we assume we need to be a pro before we've, you know, done the practice. Yes. So much yes to all of that. I think our feelings can be a very unreliable guide at times. And I'm not saying we discard or dismiss feelings. Feelings are valid and are important, but they can be really unreliable. And so you can go into a meeting and you can feel something in a meeting that is very different to the reality of that meeting. You can feel something as a leader that's very different to the reality of that as a leader. So I think if there is this misconception that, oh, I just felt like when I got into leadership, I would feel like a leader, I would suggest flip that. Don't start with feelings, start with beliefs. Don't start with how do I, do I feel like a leader or do I not feel like a leader? Start with the belief which is, okay, I'm a leader who is new, who is growing, who is developing, and I'm looking for opportunities to enhance my skill set as a leader. I don't expect to be perfect in something because I've started just because I'm not. An exceptional leader doesn't make me a bad leader. And those belief systems, those internal belief systems can completely transform how you feel. So rather than starting with feelings, you start with beliefs and as a result of good beliefs, you start to feel differently about that. So I reckon that's a big one, Charles.